I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Birthday of Fun. Hi. Hello. Our podcast is 10 years old today when you listen to it. So we thought we'd celebrate by recording one for the first time in some time. I always think the best way to start a new year is with two and a half weeks of antibiotics. I think that's a great way to begin. Oh, I mean, why not? Just, you know, new new year, new rules, new biome. We have been uh, podcasting, technically, nobody said it had to be consistent, for 10 years. That's a decade. That is a whole... And I remember when you made reference on the show's Twitter to, like... Oh, it's our podcast birthday. It's old enough to go to nursery because it was three. I was literally about to say our uh, podcast is is old enough to start guides. And now it's like, I don't know where those seven years did. Well, I do know where those seven years went. Several of them, I think, are just lost. So definitely two. I was like, wow, how 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 would I look back over the last ten years? And um, I don't know how to keep this light, but uh, last two years into the podcast starting, I got really consistently ill <laughs> just on a lot of fronts i've done a lot of other things but if i really had to sum up the last decade it would be uh bedtime yep <laughs> you can't argue with that you can't you can't argue with that uh so i went back and listened to um not our first episode because it is actually genuinely difficult to listen to <laughs> not because of what we say because of the audio quality um but the second episode is pretty good audio wise and in it we do our needle and fed section and i say that i'm knitting a scarf and then i go well i've done two knitted projects ever <laughs> i'm talking about ever at that point and i listened to that today walking home from uh my knitting shop hey you bought a house oh my god i did i live somewhere else now i've lived somewhere else for the, the majority of our time recording i've lived here for, rosie i've lived here for nine years Gross. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, we lived at home when this started. I have lived uh, at home, somewhere else, at home, somewhere else, in and out of home, and then somewhere else. That's that's three three somewhere else. All those somewhere else's were different. <laughs> I'm like a bad penny. Useless financially. You throw the fish away and it comes back to you. I am the boomerang fish from the beginning of Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, Yeah, you know... So that's really great. Uh, you you own property, and I have a lot of autoimmune disease. That's <laughs> <laughs> really me. I mean, it's the th- the fun thing is, guys, it's not wrong. <laughs> Again, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. Have, I think I think there are better comparisons that you could make, but at the same time, there is no lie there. <laughs> there's no no exactly. Um. Uh. So that's but you know that's 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 fun to think about. <laughs> I was going to say, this this one's really snuck up on me. That's because um, all sense of time. Time, what is she? You know the bit in The Good Place where they have the uh, Jeremy Baramy as the uh, timeline? Yep. That's true. That's what time looks like. That's my birthday. Yeah, we've been doing this for 10 years. We started, I remember we used to sit and edit it at the kitchen table, but then we'd have lunch. Ah, oh, yeah, we used Monday. to edit together. Yeah, absolutely. De- deeply inefficient. Deeply, deeply inefficient. But I do recall that you could spot all the, uh, because they all look like little sausages. Oh yeah, well I, I did work out over time what shape various words were. Mm-hmm. I can also recognise all the weird little clicks I make with my mouth. Well, that's not 
I'm not going to do lots of examples of them because I will edit out any weird. To, I try and edit out as many mouth noises as possible, <laughs> like the uh, Bill, the Bill Bailey uh, Carol Vorderman troll. Uh, I was mic'd up for two days last week, and you become very aware of any uh, gurgles. I am quite a gullety person. <laughs> I make a lot of gullet forward sounds, and there was a point where I made. One, obviously involuntarily, that nobody else could hear, and then I caught the eye of the sound guy. <laughs> and he was like, yep. I got that, and I've recorded it. So, uh, that's a brief summation of a decade of our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. What's a brief summation? Summation? Gullets. I mean, I don't know what, what to say about what I've done recently. What have we done rec- recently? Um, I've got well, a cat! Oh my god, you got a cat. Every time I tell people that I've got a cat, I feel bad because he doesn't live in the house. And it makes me feel like at some point he's going to disappear and everyone's going to be like, where's your cat? I want to be like, funny story, he never lived in the house. Because he was abandoned and doesn't understand that he has a house yet. But he turns up for all his meals. And also, if you scan his microchip, my name and number comes up. So he is my cat. (laughs) He just is very cautious. But he's also a perfect angel, and I love him so much. I have had Arlo for two days, and if anything happened to him, I would kill everybody in this room and then myself. Correct. He's called Guillermo, because he's just a round boy who wants love. Uh, He is my familiar. Wears a lot of jumpers. Oh, he is going to wear a lot of jumpers. So I was on TikTok earlier... And there was a tattoo artist who does lots of cat portraits. And okay, so this tells you where I was looking at TikTok. But I came out of the loot and said to <laughs> Toby, "Toby, shall I get a tattoo of Guillermo?" And he was like, "I mean, I don't feel like that's the best idea." And I showed him, and all of the cats in the were like they were very illustrative, and lots of them had accessories. And I said, "Yes, but imagine if he was wearing Guillermo's jumper and big glasses." And we were all more on board with the idea. <laughs> Good times. He's tiny. I like to refer to him. Uh, he's he's like the SNL sketch tiny horse. Uh, in those terms, he's extra tiny. He's the world's smallest kitten. Uh, a tiny sweet angel. He's enormous. He's huge. <laughs> he's a huge fluffy boy. He's also so mild mannered. The other cats I live with are really on thin ice this week because they've lost the absolute run of themselves. Meanwhile, Guillermo, who is a stray and could easily kill them if he chose to is like the sweetest mild-mannered good boy anyway so that's that's i uh, had an unkillable infection and i've got a cat <laughs> good times i've started after living here for nine years decorating my flat it's got to the point where now because i've lived here long enough some of the things that i did are ready to be changed up and some things that i i thought i would just you know leave as they were when i moved in i'm fed up with so I've started painting everything uh, I really like that because I did not care for that wood stain yeah all the uh, woodwork in my flat was stained quite dark uh, so I'm painting it all white it's like the colour scheme of Mock Tudor with none of the layout or design elements of Mock Tudor yeah when I moved in I thought I'd make it It's so it's like a early 90s um, it's, it's, it's veneer by the way all of that is all, all of the doors are chipboard so what you're saying is um, we could put our fists through it. No, because they are what you're thinking of um, balsa wood. <laughs> oh. So when I moved in, I thought maybe I'd do like a mid-century modern thing. But it's not mm. a mid-century modern 
flat, but it could be made into a sort of fake one. Um, and then I've decided that that's um, not where it's going to go. And uh, so, so yeah, yesterday I painted a door. Everything smells like paint. But I'm being very good in washing out my brushes every time. Mm-hmm, that's really it's good. Wh- properly, with white spirit, rather than just going, well, I'm about to use this again, I'll just wrap it in cling film. If you're not going mid-century modern, what is your vibe with sparkle emojis either side? Literally, who knows? Okay. Um, a little bit... I don't know. I just want everything to be bright colours. My kitchen's yep. yellow. My hallway is hot pink. It most certainly is. The hottest of pinks. Are you going to paint the doors in there as well? Oh, mate, I've already started painting the doors. What do you think I was doing yesterday? I don't know, watching Taskmaster and not getting out of bed till 2pm? How dare you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did watch Taskmaster yesterday. I did not get out of bed at 2pm. How dare you. Yeah, so I'm, I've, I've started... I started with the living room with a kitchen window. The kitchen window, it should be pointed out, is um, doesn't it's not to outside. It's an it's, interior window. It's an interior window. We've all, we've all got them. <laughs> so the kitchen window is the eyes of the something. Anyway, the uh, so the, the there's a window between the... What I like to think of as the dining room, but it's dining room slash living room slash general... Living, it's that advert space. where they're like, your house has been uh, dining room slash living room slash yoga shanty. I get that advert all the time on YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. Four. It drives me around the twist. I know the one. Um, yes, mine is a um, office slash workroom and dining room and living room. And, and laundry room. And yeah, there's, there's laundry drying right now. Mm-hmm. Occasional yoga studio. And if I want to um, do anything like for, with Blackboard Collaborate or any kind of group um, video conference then i sit mm-hmm. on the floor behind the behind the door because that's where i can plug in the ethernet cable i'm not to brag i'm in our study i today. thought i didn't recognize that wall i realized that we have a room my house is enormous um it's not mine i rent one room in it um but we have a room that is literally devoted to having a desk space in it so i don't know why i kept doing all of my calls sitting on the floor losing all the feeling in my legs um so today i'm in the study uh so that is why i'm getting such a great view <laughs> onto the main road on which I live. Yeah, I've got grand plans for decorating my room. It was painted by maybe people who were having to wear uh, big padded mittens and and also who had to pull paint chip cards out of a bag. I see. And they'd already pre-selected so that all the colours in the bag were bad. It really needs a, a, a bit of love. I've I've only done un, uh, a couple of layers of undercoat so far on the on the living room side of the kitchen window because uh, I felt I started there because I thought it would be the, an easy place to start and also it was one of the main offenders. Yes, that would be the one that brightens up the most. <laughs> yeah, uh, even though most of it is glass. And then I've done one layer of undercoat on the on the the living room door. I still think you should have a hatch. I did an absolutely lovely job of cutting in around the uh, around the the bolt uh, plate. Absolutely delightful. I took the I took the handles off so I can get a nice clean finish. Could you come and clean up the blob of blue you painted? I on can. Do you know? Ceiling? I was thinking. I think thought about that multiple times in the last few days. I thought I should really go and clean up the blob of blue paint that I left on the studio ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Just as I was about to say, the trick is to not overroll so that you get blue paint on the ceiling. Oh, I've got blue paint on the ceiling. But the skirting boards, I've done a lovely job. Oh yeah, really good. I've unfortunately knocked some things into a couple of bits of wall. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I do have to carry quite large boxes of stock, um, as in things to sell, not gravy. Stupid joke. Oh my god, imagine if you're a gravy gravy shop, all you'd stock was stock. Yeah. 
yeah, it'll be good. It's not into yarn. It doesn't go off. The stock stocks. And you could be like every a time mid- I say themed. It's like the um, I've got a new business game. How's business? Yeah. Oh, I'm um, sell children's playground equipment. Oh, swings and roundabouts. Oh, I've got to stack a lot of uh, soup. Stocks going up. There you go. Classic. A classic gag. Shall we do our main segment? I think we should. I've got one more thing to add. Okay. I'll just just say that I've finished my... Actually, it won't be that I've finished my my notes because some of them I don't think we need to cover. One. Well, now I need to know what they are. You never did your Christmas quiz for me. And now I'm going to have to wait until next year. Well, we could still do it as a weirdly mistimed Patreon. We could do it as the summer. Oh, we could do Christmas in July. in July. There you go. Christmas in for July. Quarter Patreon. two. Uh, painting done. Storm Eunice. I went to the allotment the other day and found all the bits that had blown away. Oh my god! I think having thought, oh, there's nothing there that blows away. I'm going to greenhouse or anything. Then throughout the week, I thought, well, I do have a bet the bin lid's gone, and uh, I wonder if the lid is still on the incinerator. That does have a big hole in the middle, so hopefully that'll be all right. And when I pulled into the car park, the water butt was uh, one. One of the water butts was missing from the side of the shed. Uh, I could see that the lid was gone from the bin. And then as I came around the corner, I was like, okay, well, that's where the water butt is. And it was at the other end of the plot. And someone had neatly put it with my compost bins. Uh, I'd gained a th- with with the three compost bins, only two of which were mine. And then the incinerator was all still present, but had fallen over. So I put that all back together. And then the the bin lid was just on the other side of my neighbor's plot. So uh, everything was accounted for, although the lid is a bit broken. But it is quite an old, it's like an, it's an antique bin. It's not really, it's yep. just an old plastic bin. It perishes, Jessica. It, it, perishes. Perishes. it perishes. It was perished. It was perished before it took off. And then it was thrown feet, multiple feet in the air and landed on the other side of a fruit cage. And it came out of it badly. Question, had I harvested all the squash the last time we recorded? Probably. I think so. I think, yeah, I think maybe, yeah, probably. I was just looking at the at the butternut oh, squash, Jesus. which is sitting next to me. It's literally, I've put it on a chair. I didn't know what to do. It was getting in the way. Guys, I can't describe how large this butternut squash is. It's real big. Uh, also, have you been to the BFI recently? No, Jessica. However, I shall be going a lot in May because they are having a season devoted to Judy Garland. Did we all know she was going to say it? Yes, we did. Yeah. So I'm going to go um, to pretty much everything. With Lewis, obviously. Obviously. What a question. Well, there you go. That's that's our throwback from the, that I was reminded of when I listened to our... An early ep- the second episode earlier when I was writing my notes. Uh, just 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 to keep with the uh, the usual format order. Do you want me to do my song first? Do a song. Okay, my song. So uh, to, because we're the podcast is turning ten, I thought I'd go with a a, a topical song. So I thought I'd look at. Um, well, I kind of knew in advance that whatever was in the charts ten years ago was going to be either something I didn't like or something I'd never heard of, and it was mostly mm. the latter. So what I did was I automatically looked up what was what was in the charts when I was ten, and I can't remember what was number one the week that week, but I wasn't a particularly favourite song. I looked up the the following a few weeks later. Oh yeah, I had my birthday. You came down for my birthday. That was fun. Yeah, who are you? There you go. Uh, I looked up what would have been number one this week. In the year I was ten, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was quite a good song, and I nearly went with that. And then, but I'd already seen what was what was the top song in the UK of that year, and I thought let's go with that. So the year I was ten, uh, I've gone with "Killing Me Softly" by the Fugees. Oh, that is a good song. It's a classic song. You can't argue with that song. And I thought, yeah, I remember I remember listening to that song, I remember singing it in in music 
class. Actually, I think we were all backstage during a concert. We'd been left to our own devices in a music room and we found the music for it. I remember someone played it on the steel pan. They probably did. We're doing a top five. Top five! This is actually our first ever repeat because for our hundredth episode, which was about, I don't know, five years and twelve episodes ago, we did top five movies since we started the podcast yeah that's true it wasn't a re it wasn't it was neither re redo or redux it was it was a new top five but inspired by an old top yeah. five this however it is a, a second chance at our top five sitcoms uh and in preparation we both listened to episode two in which we do our top five sitcoms at, to which i say who are you and what is your level of taste okay some of the Two Some of, of them? Two of the sitcoms that were in my top five last time are not even in the honourable mentions. Oh, there were some I was like, why am I talking about Dad's Army? What connection do I have to... D-? None. And one one of them, in fact, I, th- I would go so far as to say three, in that I have not written the third on the list because I was like, it's on the fence. I mean, some of them, uh, like, I what... My top five sitcoms included Blackadder Series 3. <laughs> it's the specificity of Series 3, which I You know why? Because I've not seen all the other series. <laughs> we did, Yeah, we talked about the fact that we had it on audio tape as well, therefore it was like... But that was the one that I mean, we, some we, of, uh, we're familiar with. Quite a lot of the stuff that I mentioned here had not even been made. Oh yeah, 100%. But um, it's not just like, oh, I've tried, to, I've tried to adjust for recency bias... As opposed to yep. Blackadder Series 3, which is Regency Bias. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> she, she, she scores. Good old. But all, yeah, it's not just because some of these are newer. I mean, my previous choices, like, uh, what? Some of them I couldn't even... D- I think... I mentioned How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if I've ever seen a whole episode of... I must have done. <laughs> but I don't... I, I don't have, know. It's... I have watched some of How I Met Your Mother... It, in recently, not that long ago, because it turns up on, I want to say, Four Music. Oh, one of those weird channels that does nothing to, has nothing to do with this title. Absolutely, it's uh, How I Met Your Mother, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> Scrubs. I mean, it's a bizarre channel. It's basically um, ABC. It's Family. the ABC one. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. It's a baffling channel. Um, but I feel like the uh, the last series and the last episode have. Uh, very much influenced Ruined. my view of it as yes. a whole series. Yeah, like I never really watched it a huge amount, and yet uh, knowing how terrible the finale is, I'm like, no, wouldn't bother now. I stayed up. I got in from work and watched it, and I think it was a double bill, and watched it there and then. So it's like two o'clock in the morning, and I was like, what? Who? That's that's what we get. What? That's what we're going with. I've watched this for. How many series was it? Eleven series? Nine series? That's that's what we've led up to? Okay, sure. We could have had one episode of that. A lot of the bit in the middle, I enjoyed immensely. Oh, sure. Uh, would you would would you like me to run down your top five from last time? Yes, I suppose you'd better had. Okay, we can do the same for me. Um, some of them bangers, Jessica. Yeah, thank you. Thank and not you. necessarily that I'm you know I think are going to be on your top five this time. Yep. But you know that no shame. Thank you. Yeah. Need to be brought upon you. Uh, you come in strong. The good life. Yep. Um, just you know, great, solid. Uh, I think most of our love for it is uh, nostalgia based. So like that's certainly a large part, but that doesn't mean that it's not just good on its own. Yep. Spaced. Yep. Amazing. Strong. 
I personally haven't given it enough uh, thought in recent years. Then we take a real left turn, <laughs> like in the popular consciousness, mm-hmm. um, which is Ellen, the sitcom Ellen, yeah, done by um, definitely unpleasant person Ellen. Yep, yep. Um, but maybe she wasn't uh, that unpleasant 25 years ago, you know? Yeah, in the mid-90s, did we know that? I stand by enjoying it on ABC One. <laughs> Sure, I, be, I, I, every time uh, I try and do a forward fold, I think of her going, feel the stretch, there it is. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which mostly because it was included in a trailer. Yes, that and her sitting in the big dress. And when we finished, I thought we could all go camping. Okay, Um. next one. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was okay, maybe at the time. But you did claim that one of the top five sitcoms ever yeah. to you yeah. was The Big Bang Theory. I did I did say that, yeah. Now, I feel like uh, we were all different people ten years ago. I did not know how to spot rampant misogyny just as easily. Um, it hadn't calcified as much. It was early seasons. Uh, but also, defend yourself, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> I felt maybe, maybe what I liked was the theme tune. It's a good theme tune. It's a good theme tune. Maybe I was just maybe I was just confused by that. Maybe yeah, you you were distracted by the bright colours of their comic book shirts. There is a, I mean, like there are fun jokes in it, but it is not a yeah. I mean, I used to watch it with my uh, with my flatmates and with my housemates at, at college, and it was like this is fun kind of geek culturey stuff. And now I'm like, eh, eh, all right, thanks. Your final choice was uh, Miranda. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. Would you like to regale us with your new top five sitcoms that I will make you talk about in 2032? So okay, think about her. Oh, no. um, oh, no. She's rapidly approaching 50. <laughs> that would imply that I'm currently rapidly <laughs> approaching 40. And to clarify, for anyone else, for anyone who wants to do the research, Killing Me Softly by the Fugees came out in 1996, which would make me currently 36. Yeah, that's maths. Uh, your top five. <laughs> My top five. Okay, well, or six, so six. It's the top top five six coms. Oh, top six five coms. No, that doesn't. Anyway, well, obviously this is in no particular order. She said it. I said it. It's going to happen now. So let's start with the good life. Yeah, that is in continuation. That nearly now that is currently in in the in the sixth on the sixth line of this because at first it's like maybe it's only an honourable mention because I'd written everything and then mm-hmm. I I was listening to the episode and I was like well it was in my top five and I did say it was my favourite sitcom of all time and I do remember the conversation I was having with one of my colleagues about what is your favourite sitcom of all time and interestingly we all picked old sitcoms mm-hmm. and I stand by that it's a very good sitcom and then I had a mental image of. Uh, Margot or Jerry standing at their sideboard mixing drinks and then maybe someone appearing at the French windows, probably Tom opening the French windows. Like, not a, speci- a specific moment from an episode. No no lines, no joke, but it made just the just the, the thought of them standing there made me laugh. So, there you go. First one, The Good Life. Then we have Dinner Ladies. Okay. Which, for me, originally was an honourable mention. And mm. I don't think I'd watched that much of it. Now, obviously, I've seen all of it and I've seen it multiple times and I've seen some of them Many, many, many times. Many, 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 many times. times. And it's it's got to be on there because it's like part of the, the psyche. Yeah. Well, when I was writing this down and you said, oh, we have two overlaps, I wrote on your list The Good Life and Dinner Ladies. And that was not actually the overlap, but I just assumed it was. Oh, yeah. How many, how many overlaps do you think we're going to have on this list? Bear in mind that you already know what two of mine are. And I know what I know what one of yours is going to be <laughs> based on what I've just said. Two. 
I think I think two as well. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm sticking with two. Uh, so that's got to be on there. I feel like uh, Dinner Ladies, at least for uh, quotability, is like so enmeshed in my brain. Yeah, and also you know I was saying about how I thought the Good Life had probably got there partly because of the role it plays in our family narrative, but I also think like there's an extent to which Dinner Ladies we like not just because it's a good sitcom because but we like Dinner the way like I like Judy Garland not just because she's like a great actress but because I like Judy Garland like it's a yes. thing yeah um so when I was um uh, moving a few things around and making sure that I'd you know I was comparing oh if I put that down. But then this is an honorable mention. But then you know if, which which should it be and stuff like that. I was working on the principle that uh, quotability became an important part of mm. uh, of the criteria for whether it made made the, the the main list or the honorable mentions. But quotability not just in a I am making a reference now. Quotability in that the line can be used inserted into any part of your life. You can just yes. say it as a thing in response to something. You can say it around people who don't who won't understand that that's what it's from, but that way... Yeah, you're not just going... You're not just one of those people who's, you know, quotes Monty Python and stuff. You're you're kind of using it in context. It's just, like, vernacular. A a funny thing to say. Uh, So that's the first two. Uh, Then we have New Girl. Yes! And it's so interesting because that had only just started. You say, I don't know if it's going to get more seasons. I'm like, I think it will. Yeah, I think we were on, like, season one. Because when we... I think in the previous episode we were saying, okay, well, what do we like? Well, we just started watching this series and we really like day dresses and <laughs> stuff like that. But, um, and I said, th- I, I think I'd said, I'm not sure if it's even an honorable mention. I'm going to throw it in, but because it's so new. Yeah. It started in September 2011, but that will be in the States. Yeah. So it will probably have only started in, I think, I think they had it as a January thing. I think so. I think you're right. I it think was like we were new, probably... new year, new girl watching i think we probably hadn't even finished the first series at this point but we're like yeah on board um i mean if we look at the also okay another another way of um marking although this isn't this isn't as true a metric uh but uh looking at gift gift distribution mm. especially between the two of us yep um now some of these like the, the good life i'm not sure if i've ever seen a good life gift dinner ladies are thin on the ground new girl how many basically if you say something to me i can respond with nick miller Oh, and and you have, and I have, and the same can be said for several other items on this list, and in the honourable mentions. In fact, one of the main the main offenders for that is actually an honourable mention, but we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you can you can probably work out who that is. Next up, we have. Oh my god, I hadn't even put that on my list. Oh my god. Okay, don't worry, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> Next up, my honourable mentions, by the way, are incredibly long. Oh, mine is like name every sitcom. It's like what sitcoms exist, and it's like oh my god, I like this one. Oh my god, I like this one. Nope, they're not on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, basically, once you remember that Mike Sure exists, it's like well, okay, gonna need another bit of paper. Uh, so my next one is Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah. Again, quotability. How many gifts do we use all the time? And the fact that we just it's it's like when I realized when we did our top movies since 2012 that uh. We started this podcast in a pre-Moonrise Kingdom universe. <laughs> oh my goodness. And now Sorry, I think, like, let me wow. rephrase. Oh, my greyhounds. Oh, my greyhounds. You know, and I think, like, yeah, the Parks and Rec of it all. Yeah, like, um, we were waiting for them to come out on BBC4. Uh, yeah. I was watching that. Uh, one of the seasons was on, and I, when I was doing all my trains, and that was 2013, we watched the end of season five in Boston when we were staying with Margaret Willison because we there was nowhere to watch it in the UK 
it wasn't yes. streaming anywhere in the UK. And that was 2015? Yes. Yeah, so we didn't watch, you know, we hadn't seen it. Now, um, I mean, I could go and watch any episode I wanted to right now in a minute. Oh, the number of times we talk about DVDs in that episode. I was like, well, I got, this is, genuinely, <laughs> I say the phrase, I got an email from HMV. I said, yeah, yeah, you're like, two series for eight pounds. What a bargain. And I'm like, I think that was, that was for 30 Rock. 30 Rock seasons one and two, one of which is half. Thanks. <laughs> ah, oh, the writer's strike. Uh, good times. Um, yeah, but Parks and Recreation, we went to uh, Comic-Con dressed as Pawnee Goddesses. I went to a, a protest with a Pawnee Goddess sign. Um, We had Galentine's we Day. We had Galentine's Day just month, a few weeks and ago. And we just watched some episodes with our parents. And also, one of them was the Galentine's Day episode, which actually, Galentine's is like the, pr- the pre-credits bit. Yeah. And then we just ended up watching the, you know, the rest of the episode. And I was like, man, I don't remember this much. And it's really good. Yeah, and then we watched uh, Flu Season, which is... Which I do remember every beat of, because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, absolutely. It's and good to have favourite episodes, and mine is Flu Season. And our parents were immediately one over, over to... I mean, obviously, they're very aware of Parks and Recreation, because we said yeah, them I do want them well. to start from the beginning. And, uh, and, and, and they were, like, asking questions about... Um, oh, like, oh, does it does it work out okay for people and stuff? And then, my, then our dad was like, "Actually, don't don't say anything. We'll add it to the list, and we're going to start from the beginning." You say the first ep- the first season isn't so good, but it's only six episodes. Yes, carry on. That's an evening. I was like, it's fine. They retool it so that they're completely set up for understanding how it works. Also, I like the, the fact that their current program is Battlestar Galactica, so that will be a real palate cleanser. Uh, what's your? This must be your last. <laughs> my last two my last two my my uh, penultimate is spaced yeah it's a classic it's the cutting it edge. is i feel like i never think about it <laughs> i think about it but again in a low-key subconscious sort of way all the time do you want another cup of tea no twelve's my limit tidying up the kitchen i'm going to descale the teapot we can um... feed it and walk it and clean out its little hutch and now my autofill on my phone as I told you just yesterday when I type the word little it offers me hutch because we were talking about cats <laughs> I tried to skip the beginning of the episode because I just tried to listen to the top five because I thought I might die of embarrassment and it was actually fine but I came in halfway through a discussion about wanting to get a dog and you said clean it and walk it I will feed it and walk oh, it and clean it out its little hutch and I was yeah. like well you know what there's been a lot of change and yet none whatsoever and I know, I know. There's a, 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 a on several occasions in the past few weeks, I've, I've or months, I've read things where people have been like, "Hey, you know this like idiom or this saying that people always use? Uh, you know, there's a second half to it." And everyone's like, "Oh, that that's that's fascinating. That's completely different." But we always leave out the bit which is, and if it doesn't work out, we'll kill it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, and the final one is, and this is the newest on the list. All the others are, are very like entrenched. There's mm-hmm. they're they're done. Uh, they've they've watched. None of the others are still ongoing. This is this is currently active. If if you don't pick what I think you're about to pick, I'm going to be so stressed. <laughs> and what the fear that I'm that I'm not about to say ghosts. It's obviously ghosts. Okay, good. Phew, that's fine. <laughs> because uh, oh, you'd have to go and drown yourself in the lake. Actually, when when I realised that I'd forgotten, I'd have to go and drown myself in the lake. Um, ghosts is is lovely and wonderful and it was so funny. It's so funny. It's. <laughs> It's so good. Yes, I love ghosts. It's very funny, but it's also uh, very sweet and yeah, so pure. 
there yeah i just i don't i don't have a thing really bad to say about it i feel like when we did our last top five sitcoms when i was just like i believe dad's army to be a well-regarded sitcom i had not worked out what it is i like about sitcoms and now i can really say like oh i like kind ones yes like um you know well we'll do my top five now but uh, loads of them are, are defined by uh like the, the the kindness amongst the ensemble and it not being like my disdain for friends because those six people don't act friendly to each other at they, any point do they like each other and i feel that that was kind of a um a, that was like the sign felt no hugging no learning and it was kind of a pushback against like the extremely uh like the eighties one division episode where it's all like everything every is there really, is it's only hugging episode. and learning. Yeah. And then and so I think there was a pushback where instead it became like went too far the other direction and ended up in like snark. Yeah, just just cynicism but with no not nothing it wasn't skewering anything large, it was just Just mean. It's just mean. Um in a way that uh, this is not a spoiler, Thirty Rock is no longer in my top five. And I really like Thirty Rock, but Thirty Rock is like snarky parks and rec also yeah on a blackface um so so yeah it's just not my vibe anymore would you like to read me my top five from last time i like the kindness of ghosts and they don't fall into the the tropes of like the central there's a central couple who like each other and demonstrate every episode and i was thinking about this a while ago and knowing and weirdly in the context of the podcast because we've talked about this before and then I was watching, either watching someone on YouTube or listening to somebody else's podcast, I can't think what it was, but they were talking about the fact, how is this still a novelty that I say, oh, I like this sitcom because the couple like each other. How is this a novelty still? And yet still we are saying it. Mike and Alison yeah. genuinely like each other and care what happens to the other person. Not not in the, like, in the grand scheme of the series, but in literally every episode. Yeah, it's not like... Oh, and the fact that immediately... The fact that Alison can see ghosts, there's like one episode where Mike is like, oh dear, she thinks she can see ghosts. But the, yeah. you would have had sitcoms where like the central thing was Alison sees ghosts and Mike doesn't believe her. Yeah. Or she's like, the and ghosts are here and I have to pretend they're not. Which is yeah, so she's, she's acting from him. bizarrely for, for in front of basically the one person in the world that she should not have to act bizarrely in front of. Why would you hide that from him? But even when in the in the episode in the second episode where Mike is like, okay, I'm sure you can't see ghosts. It's you've had a bump on the head. It's probably fine. Alison is for most of that episode also thinking thinking the same thing. And there's about less than a minute where she has accepted that she can see ghosts, and Mike still needs to be convinced. And it's not that he's like, I don't believe you. You have to convince me. She's like, come with me. I'm going to show you something. And yeah. a, and, and a, a minute of airtime later, he's like, okay, I believe you. They're really good at avoiding the... Because obviously these characters are the literal embodiment of the sitcom thing of they can't change because they're stuck as they were when they died. Yeah. But Julian, like, he has kind of... The Christmas special at the end of series two is kind of quite a lot about him. And in series three, like, I feel like that the stuff that happened to him in that special is continued and it's not like they went oh well, let's just change his character they, they've gone the opposite direction of each each character becoming a caricature of their one main trait yeah okay jessica would you like to regale me with my top five from last time yeah and i will respond briefly to each one you're okay first of all this is not the order that they went in but this is the order that i wrote them down mm-hmm. uh we have dinner ladies yes love it classic yeah. 30 rock 
Yeah. We've I mean, I was just on. watching it a lot at the time. I think that's what it is. A lot of it is just stuff that I was watching at the time. And this time, I know that I know that that's how I've written top fives in the past. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, as I said with 30 Rock, is that I feel that there is a... Uh, of that kind of NBC sitcom universe there is a continuation yeah. that gets bends towards kindness and so i can kind of leave 30 rock behind yeah uh the good life yes we've lo- covered love it <laughs> blackadder season three i mean it's very funny it stands up i really like it but i just don't think if you were like rose you know i was like if rosie tells me a favorite sitcom that's literally what we're doing right now but if you're like rosie <laughs> what's a defining program i should watch to know you i wouldn't be like have you got three hours? Because <laughs> if you have, watch season one of Ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Spaced. Um, again, I think I'd watched it very recently, and I'd been introduced to it by mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. I'd been going out with until about three I months see, before we I started see. the podcast. So yeah. it was just something that was like more present. And I mean, I think it's hilarious, but I don't think I've necessarily rewatched it since. Fair. I I yeah I, I rewatched it last year, and I think it was more. I think it was probably always slightly more my show than yours. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, Rosie, what's your top five? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just, I was trying to mix it up. But they are all very, like, modern American Mike Sher at NBC. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the first thing I've put, Dinner Ladies, because I do think that that probably is my favourite sitcom. I think in terms of what, if you watch that, you do understand stuff about me. It's very funny. It's very comforting. Um, but without being cloying. Yes. Uh, it's got great seasonal episodes, which is a really good thing for a, uh, a sitcom to have. I think so. Agreed. Okay. Man. I, I don't know. If you ask me tomorrow, it'll be a different list. Um, uh, community. I just love commu- okay. community yep. so much. Um, yep. I was like, it, it, it popped in and out of the, the list, uh, but it's so stupid and so clever at the same time and I just love it and I think uh, it's uh, kind of the opposite of a sitcom in the, in many ways because so many episodes are completely uh, overturning the situation element of sitcom um, and yet it, it still completely works yeah, well, see see, see uh, the uh, episode that's made out of um, the, the clip show made out of clips that did not happen Remedial Chaos Theory is arguably one of the greatest. I mean, yeah, you can't like that is episodes of television of all time. Exactly. I mean, it's just so. Am I going to stand by that while I've said it? So let's keep. No, I think it is, and I think I mean, I I kind of only count the first three series I've not watched. I I was about to ask you, is this all of Community or Community series one to three? Series one to three. I mean, I I I think Roxanne came on the radio and I just automatically shouted, "No!" I just think. I used to be more of a, like, oh my god, that season's, like, ruined the show. Or, like, oh my god, they're remaking it. Like, the, well, why would you do that? Why would you ruin the movie? And I'm like, but you have the first three seasons. You can just not... You don't have to watch season four or five or six. Yeah, you just... Season you six just is teach. actually pretty decent. Uh, I watched it on Jessica, the Sony channel. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you did six, didn't you? Good, I can say. I, I ended up doing six, so you can do six. It's a special occasion. I think it's basically... it's. Uh, like birthday beats and one plus one, one for one for good luck plus one. Um, That's it. I'm genuinely finding this very stressful. Uh, uh, Parks and Recreation. I just think uh, I have to say 
I was trying to work out, like, what is my go-to? Like, what do I always want to watch? I don't re-watch sitcoms at the moment. That hasn't been a thing I do in recent years because I'm too busy re-watching RuPaul's Drag Race or just watching YouTube. Um, so I haven't been like, oh, I'm having a rough day. I'll watch this. But watching those two episodes of Parks and Recreation the other week reminded me just, like, how great and how uh, extremely funny it is. I, I always bang on about, like, these sitcoms are so warm-hearted, they're so kind, everybody likes each other, but they are also just extremely <laughs> funny. And I like that Parks and Rec, because of what Pawnee is like, has this weird element. Like, you can see how it comes from the, how it was originally going to be a spin-off of The Office. But yeah, it's got, like, a slightly more surreal... Not surreal is not quite the right word, but, like, that small-town weirdness to it. That... And... and- uh, like odd oddities yes you just sort of throw it like um andy sandberg is the park ranger who has no inside voice uh i really like the u.s office up till michael leaves i've never seen beyond that um i think it's a really great uh show but um it was like somebody said hey rosie would you like to watch the office but it's sillier and kinder i'm like oh yes please i would like that thing thank you very much um speaking of andy sandberg <laughs> uh, I've got Brooklyn Nine-Nine which, okay, so the summer of 2020 was quite difficult for many reasons, for many people uh, I was finding life very stressful and unfortunately I had over recent months trained my brain only to be calmed by Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Bon Appetit Test Kitchen videos which, oh, no. um, yeah, when you're like, oh no this is really bad when we're looking at like, the role cops play on television and uh, institutionally racist workplaces uh, so my my relationship with Brooklyn Nine Nine has changed in recent years, but that doesn't stop it being really stupid and really funny, and I just really like it. And knowing that I exist on the um, Gina to Amy spectrum is very <laughs> helpful for understanding myself. Good. I mean, and Cheddar is probably my favorite character. He's he's such a fluffy boy. Someone stole a fluffy boy. Uh, this this one I thought was recency bias, and then I thought realized it had three seasons. Um, but it's what we do in the shadows. Yep, yep. Good, good choice. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. I really like that movie, and I think I might like it more than I like the movie. And I really like the movie. <laughs> um, it's uh, this is not a show about kindness, although it could be. It has it has its moments, but it's the whole point is that it's. They're vampires. They do it doesn't a lot of even f- it doesn't even figure into it, so it doesn't. Um, you know, there's it's just really good. There's a haunted doll. I named my cat after one of the characters. It's it's really very very funny. Um, just Laszlo <laughs> shouting "bat" before he turns into a bat. Yeah, I could quote it, and I do. Um, and then this was the one I remembered last. I was like, oh god, how have I forgotten this? And I don't know. If this is my favourite, but I think it is the best. I think, no, not the best. I think it works as a um, whole piece, which is rare for a sitcom. I think at the good place. Because I think that works as a four-part each season being the part uh, story and that's you know I love loads of sitcom endings like I love the ending of Parks and Rec people are like it's just fan service I'm like the whole show is fan service get yeah. out of town I mean Parks and Rec did a two episode five decade victory lap yeah. and I was good with it and it was great um, and it, and yet it all made sense it wasn't just like and suddenly this character's you know won the lottery or whatever you're like yeah no this all checks out everything here is like the best possible um, outcome of everything you've set up um, and I feel like the good place. Uh, the first season is amazing. 
there is like some bits I find a bit of a narrative lull later on, but I think the ending is uh, a very perfect uh, wrapping up of the whole idea, and I, I probably will never be able to watch it again. But I just think it's and oh no, so it's just like Jason Mendoza, <laughs> you know. I'm not. I feel like sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's really philosophical, but like. Every time I hear the phrase Molotov cocktail in the news at the moment, I think about Jason Mendoza. Should we do some honourable mentions pretty quickly? Yes. How many overlaps did we have? Because I forgot to count. I had. We both had Parks and Rec, and we yep. both had Dinner Ladies. Yep. But that was um, two. 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 There we go. Nailed it. Um, two points each. Uh, so some of these I'm concerned are just a list of sitcoms I have seen, <laughs> but they are all shows that I really like. And some of them are on your list as well. Yeah, definitely. So some of them, yeah, some of them are on, are on your main list, and I'm sure there'll be overlaps. Uh, yeah. So from from your list, I have Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. I have New Girl, which I would actually really like to rewatch. Somebody on Twitter just loves New Girl, and every so often she retweets people being like, "Hey, Balu, on your advice, I I, I finally rewatched New Girl, and it's like the best thing I'm doing." And the idea Amazing. of it is a rom com, and I'm like a, a sit rom as well. Let's well, let's start that then. Yeah, uh, I have Community series one to three. <laughs> yeah, uh, not not because I'm dismissing the other ones, uh, but because I have I, I I consciously have not seen seen them. I think. Oh no, I have Ghosts. Oh, sorry, I'm delete trying to delete what I've said so that I don't repeat it. But instead, I realised I'd put Frasier twice. <laughs> I mean, I do really like it, but not that. Um, I think that's all my overlaps. Oh, I've uh, I've got the Good Place. Yep. Uh, and what we do in the shadows. Okay, should we start doing non-overlap ones? I think we should start doing non-overlap ones. Okay, well I've already said it, Frasier. I don't know if I can now... I love Frasier so much and I watched it in the only way you should, which is two episodes at a time at nine o'clock on a, a weekday morning on, on Channel weekday 4. Morning, yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, The thing is, because it, it's all about like farce and Frasier getting his comeuppance, I don't know how much I can watch of it because that is so not like what yes. I go for. I think when I then watch it, I'm like, this is exquisite and hilarious. I love it. But obviously my go-to is like, would you like to see a man fail? <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> it. Uh, Sports Night. Oh, yeah. A classic. Um, okay. I think this counts as a sitcom. It is animated, but Archer. because it, I, th- I think that's that counts as a sitcom. Because also it definitely has the sitcom thing of like, which I normally dislike, which is that they'll just have whole, like everything resets. <laughs> At the end of an episode, basically, yeah, the 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 ideal like crossover between cartoon status quo and sitcom, yeah, um, but, but it is basically S- a workplace situation. comedy, and yeah. it's so funny, like how the Goldbergs is a human cartoon, yes, a live action cartoon. You about to say the Goldbergs? <laughs> well, I did. I mean, I did watch all of the Goldbergs last year, so yeah. I feel like it must make its way onto the list. Uh, a, de- a detectorists. Oh, detectorists! That could, yeah, that should be added. Yeah, um, I was trying to make sure I included some British stuff because I was ashamed, and I think this is in the dinner ladies vein. But dinner ladies is more important to me personally. But like, mm-hmm. my God, nothing happens in this show, and it's perfect. <laughs> it's a show where good things happen to good people. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Black books. It's not a show where good things happen to good people. <laughs> it's not. It's. it's... <laughs> <laughs> just next on the list um uh jam and jerusalem oh yes yeah, yeah again yeah, yeah. i love me a gentle bbc sitcom um <laughs> and i just yeah i feel like i could happily have that as like my bedtime watch it rewatch uh shit's creek yes i've got that uh again didn't think of it till halfway through this episode 
that that is the other uh, the other the, the the main main gif provider yes you really did go through a phase to the extent that it suggested you might be unwell of only <laughs> responding through david rose gifts like only respond <laughs> oh i think that's because i then knew that i was doing it so i thought it was funny oh it really was funny um and obviously as any time i could find an alexis to respond with i would go for it um i've put the u.s office up to season seven or like the midpoint when yep. michael leaves um i watched that a lot um in 2014 when i got very ill i binged it i would just be watching like 15 episodes a day i had nothing else uh, to do <laughs> Uh, one day at a time. Oh yes, very enjoyable. Um, this is definitely very recent. Uh, but Ted Lasso is oh yeah so funny, and I am so please help me get our parents to watch it because he has Apple TV for two well, months. I, I don't I don't have any way to watch it, but I would like to watch it. Okay, I'll download it all. We'll watch it on the narrowboat. <laughs> Because I've only heard good things. I don't mean that I don't just go, oh, well, this is on telly, so I'll watch this, which is how, yeah, definitely a number of things got watched. Um, no, it's really good. I mean, so people keep being like, there are no jokes in it. I'm like, I still I still enjoy it. It's still, it still counts as a sitcom. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Genius. Uh, Dairy Girls. Oh my god, yes. that's literally next on my list too. <laughs> oh, tremendous. Um, yeah. And ser- series three is on its way. <gasps> Very excited. Yes. Um... Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, because it's an honorable mention last time. And that is one season, um, and very funny, and of course has Matt Berry in it, who is bat, my darling. <laughs> uh, yeah, go- going off the uh, the list of things from last time, mm-hmm. uh, I have included Dad's Army on my honorable mentions. Oh, well, now I feel bad for being so rude about it. Well, I don't, I, it's fine. You don't have to, no, nobody has to like everything. I d- and again, it's not that I dislike it. I'm just like, what, what, what we're speaking to in dad's army where i was like okay guys i think it's because it's part of like the um national psyche yes i do agree I with think that it's just and then it's just the comforting way they show an episode every saturday at 6 25 i'm like oh what's on dad's yeah. army makes perfect sense sure oh it's this one yep excellent um um oh pike stuck in some barbed wire of course he is uh I- i've got superstore which Oh, I watched yeah. loads of, and then I haven't finished because I actually had to like wait for the next season, oh um, and then I just sort of fell out of watching it. Um, but very funny, uh, yeah, uh, very good. I, I okay because I'm terrible and can't remember any of my own thoughts. I searched my username and the word sitcom on Twitter, <laughs> and um, and I said uh, something about how um, Superstore proves that the Mike Sher approach to sitcoms is catching. <laughs> Because it's yes. like it's not a Mike Sher sitcom, but it's um definitely in that kind of vein. Also it stars America Ferrera, so And that's I think that's always a win. Yeah. Um so last time we talked about briefly about the the difference between uh sitcoms that are funny because funny things are happening mm-hmm. and sitcoms that are funny because the main character is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh so I have included Porridge because while obviously there is situational humour, it's a sitcom. But it was uh it was sort of a novelty in uh, in in British sitcoms in that the main character was an individually funny person. Yeah, who make who makes jokes even when the situation not in response to the situation he will just say something funny. Now I want to go and watch loads of sitcoms, but I am two episodes away from the FBI turning up on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and what she does a gym style look to camera. 
<laughs> because the FBI turn up to arrest her and she's... Good, good thematic. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's incredible. Sorry. But yeah, it, like I feel like I don't watch sitcoms as much as I used to. Do you know, I um I actually have there's one one on here which is new uh-huh. and which is was new to me uh this year in fact and it, it had two seasons and it's all on Disney Plus and it's called Bless This Mess. So for recent recency bias I feel like it's correct on here but I genuinely truly enjoyed it and yeah. I think you would too. Uh do I have to do a song? Rosie, what's I your didn't, song? I didn't pick one in advance and then you said this thing about the top 10. And I looked up the top 10 from the uh, week I turned 10 and honestly 7 of the 10 are absolute bangers I mean <laughs> like obviously no, I don't mean that that's good uh, so let's start number 10 I Try by Macy Gray That that's uh, a brilliant song number 9 Mambo number 5 <laughs> that's a song uh, number 8 You Drive Me Crazy Britney Spears oh number 7 S Club Party <laughs> No, I mean my my tenth birthday party must have been absolutely hopping. Uh, number six, man, I feel like a woman. I mean, this is I'm if if only seven of them are good, and we seem to we have seem to have good ones so far. Was Mambo number five in, included in the seven? Yes, because I don't even know what some of them are. Well, I mean, when I, I, I say see, good, I because that's a, there's a bewitched one, but it's not one I recognise. Uh, number three. <laughs> Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Da by Eiffel 65. And number one is Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. Wow. Like, what, what a list. What a list. What were people... Like, I know what people are like, you know what peak party time is uh, the second week of October. <laughs> uh, for the uh, for the sake of the, the playlist... Oh, do I have to uh, pick one? Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna pick one of those to 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 nominate to represent the? Uh... I mean, the thing is, I'm so close to picking Mambo Number Five. <laughs> um, uh, I knew. You no, would. I think I think of those. I have to go for Man. I feel like a woman. I uh, yeah. Because of, I mean, I think mainly when I think of Shania's iconic outfits, I'm thinking of that. Don't impress me much. But um, oh, the the leopard, the leopard, the leopard with cat the, with the hood. Yeah, but like, I mean. S Club Party? Maybe I have to go for S Club Party because it's a party. It's our 10th birthday. I think I'll go S Club Party. True, but the fact yeah. that I had the choice to be like, actually... And to be fair, there, there ain't no party like an S Club there Party. There ain't no party. Mambo number five. <laughs> I, you, you know, you seem... Uh, Mambo number five is a, it's a hit. It's a classic. It's a number one. What a time to be alive. What, the late 90s? That's your favourite time to be alive, Jessica. <laughs> it is, yeah. Although ghosts haven't been invented yet, so... But also, actually, sorry, correction. All of the ghosts, <laughs> all of the ghosts were, were at that in point already ghosts. Anyway, I can't. I I know this is such a like boring thing to say, but I truly cannot believe that it has been ten years. I know, like seven, I get, but ten, embarrassing time. Who is she? <laughs> anyway, this is nice. I want to. I'm gonna go watch so many sitcoms. I'm not. I'm gonna go and watch YouTube and a movie. Yeah, true. Shall we? Shall we wrap it up? Uh, let's do that. Thank, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for thank you for being a friend, Jessica. We didn't say the Golden that Girls should have been on the on the honourable mentions list. Jesus Christ, we're gonna have to cancel this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We will be back now that I am, as I said, not. I cannot stress how much antibiotics. I I mean, I have stressed it a lot. I have stressed it enough, but it was not it was not a fun time. 
And then I had to do a lot of knitting, and not in a fun way. But now I'm I'm back, back, back again. Ah, uh, ag- ag- aggressive deadline-based knitting. In acrylic. I see. Well, we're back for some New Year podcasting. Did you know this is the beginning of the New Year today? <laughs> well, I usually reckon that my, my New Year begins in February, so... Uh-huh. That's not as far off. Yeah, I've, I I told my therapist I'm working on a base 10 system for years this year. And you know, the first you know, two didn't count. We're on an adjusted schedule. I'm on an adjusted schedule. Okay. See, there you go. Example of something that can be used in everyday speech. You don't need to know that that's Winston describing working nights in New Girl. All cream based. Uh, how do we do the outro? I don't remember. You know what was also a good sitcom? Up the Women. That's BBC histor- history based. Yep. I'm going to start remembering all the sitcoms now. Uh, well, according to the episode two, you get a one episode grace period to submit oh, further well, I... honourable mentions. Okay, well, next week we'll come back and I can rescind half the ones I said today and mm-hmm. add in a whole load of mm-hmm. new ones. Mm-hmm. I'm already looking at the list like, nope, don't need that one. Don't need that one. Okay, farewell. I wrote I wrote down Gra- Dharma and Greg, but then I didn't say it. Oh, God. I mean, it's all over the place. Let's go. Okay, uh, goodbye. Uh, bye, Rosie. Bye, Jessica. You've been listening to Rosie Rosie and Jessica's Jessica's Birthday birthday of Fun. fun. Jeremy Berryboo, baby.